0: Hello there, I'm David Patton, and welcome to the life of an author. Now, this is the very first episode in this podcast, so before I really get into it, I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about what I am actually going to be doing here. And the short of it is I am going to dive into writing, rip it apart at the seams, break down bit by bit what goes into it and essentially work our way towards being better writers. So to get a little more into what I'm actually going to be doing, part of it is I'm going to be expanding on ideas. There are a lot of YouTube videos, podcasts, blog posts, things like that, that they give general writing tips, but they don't necessarily really break down what those tips entail. They don't really go into how you use that in your writing. And that's something I plan to fix. The other big thing I'm planning on doing here is more of a workshop setting. I'm going to be actually reading stuff. Some of it will be stuff I have written. And at times it will be stuff other people have written. At times I will even be bringing on guest authors to read their own works. And we are going to dive into those works, really get into there, figure out what worked, what didn't work and more importantly, why things worked and why things didn't work. So this whole podcast from here on out, it is going to be a big conglomeration of not only different writing tips, but how to apply those tips, why certain things work, and why other things don't work. So now that I've kind of gone over the basic introduction of What it is that I plan on doing, it's time to get going. So for this very first episode, I also plan on starting at the very beginning of the story. I am not talking about chapter one. I am not even talking about the prologue. This comes before you ever sit down to start putting words to paper or typing on your computer, however you do it. What I am talking about is that initial spark of inspiration, that very first idea that pops into your head, and how do you turn that into a story? What types of things can count as good inspiration? What type of things can be turned into a story? What type of things really aren't going to work out so well? And I'm not going to really go into details about many of the exact ideas, but how to develop those concepts. What makes it developable? Is that a word, developable? It is now, developable. So, when we start with that spark of inspiration, that very first thing that pops into your head, it can come from anywhere. It can be anything, pretty much. And really, all it takes is just the tiniest thought. Now, there are a few things that are not going to make great stories. Primarily, things that have already been done. And I'm not saying that you can't do something that someone else has written about concept-wise. But as far as if you plan on writing a full story, a full novel, even a short story, and you want it to be really good, you have to have some sort of originality to it if you're copying kind of going by concept for concept of what has already been done, you're not really creating something new with your inspiration, but more of rehashing what's already out there. And while there are some stories that do a pretty good job of that, for the most part, if you're taking an idea you got from a really popular novel and you want to use that in your own story, First of all, if you're not careful, you can run into plagiarism issues. So, be a little cautious there. But the big issue I'm talking about now is say if I wanted to do a Lord of the Rings like story. Well, if I'm taking inspiration of Lord of the Rings, let's say, okay, I've got some little halflings that are going on a mission and they run into the elves and And you see where this is going. No matter how I work that, if it's following too closely to someone else's plot, it's not going to be good because all people are going to think when they see it is, man, that guy ripped off Tolkien's work. And no one's going to appreciate your story. So with that first spark of inspiration, the first thing to do, at least in my opinion, what I have seen is to make sure that you aren't just basing that inspiration off of somebody else's story. You're not following along someone else's inspiration. You have to make it your own. Going back to the Lord of the Rings analogies, because I love Lord of the Rings. So if I am going to take that initial spark of inspiration, that initial thought of, Okay, it's set in a world where there are men, elves, orcs, dragons, halflings, all that other stuff. There's that magic, kind of mystical background behind the whole thing. But you don't want it to be the same. So, what else can I do? I, okay, but I really like that idea of there's these halflings that are going on a mission. Okay, okay. We'll start there. We do want to keep it distinct and its own piece of work. You can't just follow along in another author's footsteps. That doesn't generally make for a good story. So instead of trying to decide what you want that mission to be, you don't, you don't want to decide the path just yet. You want to decide the outcome. What is it that they are trying to do? What is their goal? And if at this point you're saying it's that they're taking a ring to throw into the fires of a volcano to destroy this vast evil power. You're just blatantly ripping off. So anyways, so we, we're going to come up with that end goal. What are they trying to do? And let's be broad in general here, a little cliche. They're trying to save the world. How? That's a question you need to constantly be asking yourself. How? Asking yourself constantly how, asking yourself constantly why. Those questions and those types of questions will take you from this immense, broad concept down to an actual story. So, we'll go from there. How do they plan on saving the world? What are they saving the world from? Well, we don't want to use the whole throwing a ring into a fire, because that is taken. So, let's come up with our own concept. There is... We'll we'll rip a little more off here. There is a dark, evil wizard, and he is trying to take over the world and turn it into his own creation. Because if you have an incredibly powerful wizard, why not? So what is he using to take over the world with? Well, he can have his own army. That's fine. You could even use orcs. That's fine but you need to come up with your own concept of what he is actually doing. So, for me, I'm going to say he is in the middle of invading these other countries. There's no immense magical object that needs to be destroyed. He is invading these countries. He's leading at the forefront of his army because he is the all-powerful wizard, and before him, all the good guys are falling like wheat being scythed, scything season for wheat. I don't know. I'm not a farmer. So you you get that general concept and you start building upon it. So now even using the exact same concepts as Lord of the Rings, I suddenly have a different story and I'm not even very far into it. And from there I can add on details. Okay, I still really like the halflings going on a mission. It can be something completely unrelated. Let's start with that. Something completely unrelated to what's going on but then they get dragged into it. Their convoy gets attacked and they are suddenly put at the forefront of this army and they are fighting for their lives and it turns out that this great dark wizard sees these little half-people as unimportant. They're too small. They can't do anything. And that leads the good guy's army to being able to use them as a valuable resource to defeat this dark evil wizard. So now you see here I've taken all these cliches, all these general ideas that have been reused over and over again, but even then I can still come up with something fresh. And it's all about asking yourself the questions. Constantly being on guard as to the what, the why, the how. And bringing all these questions up while you're still just spinning that idea around in your mind, before you ever sit down to type a single word. And from there you can spin out an entire brand new story that is all your own. Now, to get into where you get that spark. So, yes, that what I've been doing, I've been kind of blatantly ripping off of Lord of the Rings. So now, instead of getting your inspiration from somebody else's work, how do you go about getting your own inspiration? And really the answer for that is pretty simple. It can come From anywhere. It can be something as simple as you are sitting in a coffee shop and you see someone who looks unique or different walk in. They can suddenly become the main character of your story. You can see their actions and build this entire world around that. All you have to do is continually ask yourself the what, the why, the how, all those questions, and it can all come from just the simplest little idea. And if you're stuck for inspiration, you don't even have to really have that big spark, that aha moment. It can be something as simple as this dude walked into the coffee shop, I'm stuck on ideas, I am going to write a story about him. And all you have to do from there Is continually ask yourself the questions. This guy walked into the coffee shop. Why would he walk into the coffee shop? Well, the easy answer is he just wants a cup of coffee, but that's not gonna make for a great story now, is it? So, why else would somebody walk into a coffee shop? Well, maybe they're working out of the coffee shop. Okay, who is the type of person to be working out of a coffee shop? Well, writers is the obvious answer, but having an author as the main character of your story, uh, may not go over the best. It's kind of boring if you're writing your own life. Why are you sitting there writing? Well, because I've got a book I want to finish. I'm not saying it can't be done, just saying it's definitely not something I would do. I'm going to come up with something different. Why is this guy coming into the coffee shop if it's not just because he likes coffee? He works out of the coffee shop. Why would he work out of the coffee shop? What does he do out of this coffee shop? I'm going to go a little different here. I'm going to say this guy is a detective and he works out of the coffee shop because... Let's say his office got burned down. So he's working out of a coffee shop. Well, now we can work from there. Why did his office get burned down? How did it get burned down? The mafia burned it down. Okay, why would they burn it down? Well, he's hot on their trail for... And you see, now we start building up the concepts. Okay, so... There was the governor of the city or the mayor of the city and their one person in their family was kidnapped by the mafia. This detective was hired to find him. He's hot on the trail. He's about to catch him. So the mafia burn his office down. So now he's working out of a coffee shop. He's still on their trail, though. And so now out of that minuscule, simple, not even really spark of inspiration, just that concept that I kind of forced to come up with. I've got a story. I've got this detective who his life's in danger. Everything he, every step he takes could be his last because the people he's on the trail of are after him. They know that he's on their trail, and they are doing everything in their power to stop him. And I have a reason why he's on their trail, and I have a reason why they don't want him on their trail. There, there's this reason, there's this conflict that is going on, that is bringing out an actual story. And from there, well, I've got a concept. If I'm the type of person who just likes to go out and write, from there I can just start writing. I have my idea. I have the basis for a plot. I can just start writing. Well, what about the people who plan more? Well, from there, you just keep asking yourself those questions. Why did the mafia kidnap the governor's family? Well, because they're trying to control that governor or mayor, they are trying to not necessarily take over the city, but allow their actions to continue on without opposition. Well, what are those actions? Um, now it's time to start brainstorming and spitballing ideas. Um, Opiates—that's always a big one. Okay, so they are dealing drugs, opium products, anything like that, and. They're trying to keep that running smoothly. They've got the mayor in their pocket now because they kidnapped his family. And man, are they getting rich off of the misery of the people in that city that they have been overrunning with their drug epidemic. So so you see, and as you ask yourself more and more of those questions, you get even more detail that you can throw into this story. So now we've got that spark, we've got that inspiration, we've got that idea. And you may even have a framework for it. You may have thought of what you're actually going to do for the story. You may have thought of the whole plot. You may have already started developing your characters. So what happens when you get to that point and you realize, well, I wanted to set this in the 1800s. The mafia didn't really start coming around until like 1920s Prohibition era. What do I do now? Well, that is why you work on keeping it flexible. So now you can just keep asking those questions, but make sure that what you want fits. So now I've got the framework. Now I'm fitting everything into that framework, tweaking those ideas, tweaking those concepts until everything meshes together. And to the people who have already started their writing, this may come into play later as they write. They've already written something, and now something comes up they want to do, but it doesn't quite mesh with the story. And this is why you need to try to stay flexible. You can rework the ideas. You can take those concepts and just change them around just a bit. And from there, you start building on those new concepts, making it fit in with that story. It may involve some rewriting. It may involve some extra editing. But when you do that, you can get this consistent flowing story, and it can come from just this barely even a spark of an idea, just something you saw and said, I need an idea, I'm going to use that. And it doesn't really take much to get that concept into a working idea. All you do is you just layer on the details, keep asking yourself those questions. And it all just starts expanding. So now you've got that entire expanded tons of ideas, concepts, whatever you want to call it. How do you put it together? And this is where a lot of people get stuck. You've got these ideas. You've got these concepts. You have these just great scenes in your mind. How do you actually start getting those on paper? And The short answer is block yourself off some time, maybe an hour each day, maybe more, maybe less, whatever time you have to work with. So just set yourself that block of time and start writing. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be anything spectacular. But get that time set to where you will be writing. And that is going to be the most important part of getting this concept onto paper, is just setting the time aside. Because if you don't, something else will always come up. You have to make this a priority if you're going to be able to get the story written. You have to set aside, okay, from 6 o'clock right after I finish supper to 7 o'clock is going to be my writing time. I'm going to turn off my phone unplug my internet if I have to, shut myself away in a room, put on headphones, block out the entire outside world if I need to, because that is my hour for writing. That is all I am going to do during this hour. I may only get 20 words down, but I am going to write this hour. And as you get into that habit, you'll start being able to write more and more. You'll start finding that time. It will become that priority that you are making it. So when you actually start sitting down and writing, you are getting in that mindset. You are sitting, focusing. Okay, I am going to write about this. Surround yourself with your notes if you need to. Anything you've jotted down to help jog your memory about what it is you want to write about. And just start writing. As for when to start writing, when in that process, that is entirely up to you. If you're the type of person who just needs everything planned out, take your notes. Make sure you have that full concept down. You've got the entire plot. You've got the character arcs. You've got all the details of what are going down. Then you start writing. If you're the type of person who prefers to just wing it, that's also fine. When you get that concept, when you realize that you can expand it into a full story, that is your time to start writing. Get that down on paper so you don't forget about it and let it drift away. Get it written down. That's the important part. Where you start writing, when you start writing, none of that is as essential to getting this concept into a full story as the fact that you actually have to sit down block out that time in your day where nothing else will be interrupting you and make writing your priority even if it's just for that 1 hour a day make that 1 hour dedicated to writing that is your writing hour that is your time just to work on the story you don't have to work on it any outside of that hour but for that hour for that whatever block of time you're setting aside that is what you will be doing. And that is going to let you really get the story down. Take that idea, that spark, that initial inspiration, and bring it out. Bring it to life. It's not going to come to life by itself. It doesn't matter how great of an idea you have. If you are not dedicated and setting aside time every single day to write, it's just not going to It's not going to do anything. It's not going to go anywhere. It's going to sit in the back of your mind and eat away at you because you are not writing on it. Now, when you do start writing, you want to keep it fluid. You want want to write down what, what you've got in your mind. But just remember that it can change. Don't get too attached to what's on the page just because it is on the page. Keep in mind that the ideas are fluid. Sometimes things need to be changed whether for continuity to just fit with your storyline better or because you're just going off on a tangent and you want to get the story back on track. Sometimes things need to be changed, and that's okay. Don't get too attached to what you have down just because you have it down. Keep in mind that everything in your story can change. Don't worry about it on that initial writing, though. Just get it written. You can always go back and edit later. So it doesn't really matter when you start writing, where you start writing, any of that. The most important thing is just to be able to get that concept on the page. Whether you plan it out, anything like that, you get that concept. Whether it's an idea that just pops into your mind or whether you have to think, okay, I'm going to write about that. Expand on it, create that story, get that full realized concept, and then when you go to start writing, it will just flow onto the page. You will have the ideas already. You will have a direction to go. And because that guidance is there, that direction, you will be able to reach your destination. You will be able to get that story written. So from here when you're stuck you seek out that inspiration you don't just wait for an idea to pop in your head you can just go out grab something and say you are my idea i will write about you you don't have to wait for it to pop into your head you can go out and grab it keep notes keep track of what your ideas are so that they don't go right out of your head as soon as they've come in keep notes keep that idea Going, build it, stoke that spark into a fire, and just let that idea flow. Get it written down, just start typing, set aside that time, make that time a priority, make writing the priority, and you'll be able to get it done. So, I think that is about all I have to cover for this topic at the moment. I did not actually get into any reading stuff this time. But again, first episode, I'm trying to keep it a little short. And so this is going to kind of segue into the next episode. These first few, I am going to try to keep it the beginning of the book, just to kind of keep it simple. So for the next episode, it's going to be how to keep that story engaging. What makes a story good? And that seems like a really big topic, and I will probably be hitting on different aspects of what makes a story good all the time. But for this one, it's that initial engagement when you start writing a story. What makes the story intriguing? What makes people want to keep reading? And how do you take that initial idea and bring that to life in those first few pages, those first few paragraphs, to keep people hooked? So stay tuned and thank you for listening. This is David Patton, and I will catch you all next time.